everyone, and welcome to the Choosing Happiness podcast. My name is Caitlin, and I am your host. I'm your average 20-something-year-old girl with some awesome people in my life who I want you all to meet. This is a podcast where I interview those that have inspired me and reminded me that happiness can be a choice. While it is not always that way due to many circumstances we go through, including mental health struggles, abuse, trauma, and many more things, I use this tiny platform for individuals in my life to share their experiences and journeys, and I am so glad to have you guys along for this story-sharing experience. Hello, 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 hello. Um, By the time that this comes out, I will be in New York for a few weeks, but right now when I'm recording this intro, I... Um, have made it to New York. I've been here for less than 24 hours. Yep, less than 24 hours. In about three hours, it'll be 24 hours. So, like 21 hours. Um, If you can hear the police sirens in the background, that is the sounds of the city, my friends. (laughs) I don't know if you can hear it. Yep, life is good. Made it here safely. I'll be staying in one place for a few weeks, and then I'll be moving into my apartment on August 1st. I don't even know if this podcast will be out by then. But before I left Provo, I was able to interview one of my roommates, Taylor, and this is her episode. And that's it. That's all we're going to say. Hello, everyone. Today, I am sitting on my couch (laughs) with my roommate, Taylor, and I will just have her introduce herself. Hi, everyone. (laughs) So, yeah, I'm Taylor. I'm Caitlin's roommate. I'm from Reno, Nevada. We're just a small town outside of it. And I'm currently going to school here at BYU. I'm studying accounting. Um, I am trying to get back into running. I used to like running a lot, and I'm working on liking it again. So, <laughs> yeah, that's probably all about me. Wonderful. That's not, that's not all about her, but <laughs> just a little bit about A little her. snippet. Also, she's very humble, and she is in the master's program at BYU for accounting. She just got in this summer, so we're all very happy for her. Yeah, very exciting. (laughs) For sure. Okay, I have a few more, like, introductory questions. How would you describe yourself in three words? That's a good question. Um, I would say that I am kind, hardworking, and empathetic. Mm, I like those. Maybe would be like three words to describe myself. I like those for you. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> uh, do you have a favorite or most used emoji? My favorite emoji is this is the one I use the most. Well, I have two. That's fine. <laughs> the one where it's kind of like jazz hands. Yeah. I like that one, you know, when I like don't want to use like the flirty smiley face or anything like that. So that's just kind of like my happy one. Or I use the one with like the little sweat drop above like the head, just like. I'm a relieved face. I use that one a lot, too. <laughs> I love it. Those are good. And then do you have a life motto or mantra or a quote that you live by? Um, one of my favorite quotes, maybe it's a mantra. I don't really know what classifies as a mantra. <laughs> I don't know. But one of my favorite things, this is actually kind of like more recent, but it's, but if not, he is still good. Okay, I guess to start us off, um, how would you define happiness? Um... <clears throat> I think I would define happiness as an attitude, um, just like the way that you live your life and how you find joy in the little things, mm-hmm. maybe as happiness for me. Yeah. So how do you find the joy in like the little things? Like, what does that look like? Um, 
I think that I am not a naturally very grateful person, <laughs> which is like a characteristic that I don't really like about myself. But I think that I have tried to be more aware of that and tried not to only look for like the bad things in life and trying to like see the little things that happen. And so I have, I've taken a few classes um, that have been about like happiness. So one I took was called the Science and Practice of Positive Living. And I really liked that class because it focused a lot on just like paying attention to like living in the moment and noticing the things around you and like writing things down. And I really liked that because it helped me to like kind of get in the habit of every night writing down like certain things that I was grateful for. And I feel like that is one thing that helps me to like see the good in the day. And I also think that the people that I surround myself with is a really big thing as well. I have really great examples in my life of people who are like genuinely happy people and that is something that definitely rubs off and so I feel like being around people who notice the good help me to also notice the good and be happier in like my day-to-day things so I think that those relationships really help me I love that um I like that you mentioned gratitude um I too have found that like gratitude is such like a wonderful way to like be happier in life Mm -hmm. and there even have been like some scientific studies that I've, like, listened to in other podcasts that have talked about how gratitude, like, there was, I'm probably going to get, like, the facts behind this wrong, but no one fact checks me, so it's fine. <laughs> You're good. <laughs> but they were saying, this, like, positive psychologist, teacher, professor person was saying, like, if you write, like, a letter to someone and it's just, like, a gratitude letter, like, you will be happier for, like, like a month mm-hmm. after, like, writing it, like, than, like, you would have been, like, without doing it. And Mm -hmm. it's just, like, so incredible. And, like, also in the gospel, we talk about gratitude a lot. Mm -hmm. And I think I posted this on Thanksgiving. I remember, I think, you're like, I love that talk. The Grateful in Any Circumstance. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And just how, like, gratitude is, like, the catalyst for, like, almost everything Mm -hmm. in life, especially, like, Christ-like attributes and happiness and stuff. So I've, too, found that, like, gratitude is, like, so important. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and I love that you said that thing about writing the letter because that was actually one of the assignments that we had to do in that class. So each week we would have, like, a project or something that we had to do. And then, like, we would just grade ourselves of, like, how much effort we put into it. And then, like, the next day we would, like, discuss it with, like, a group and just talk about how our experience was. And one of the things we had to do was we were supposed to, like, write a letter of gratitude to someone. And then we had to read it to them. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. (laughs) Which, like, was so totally out of my comfort zone because I'm not a very, like, I have a hard time telling people I love them. And so then, like reading yeah, you to someone me you me last night and I was like oh my gosh she said it <laughs> I always I'm like glad that I tell people because then when I say it then I hope that they like realize that I do love them but <laughs> and so that was like something really hard for me but I was like I mean this is like supposed to help me with my happiness and it'll be good for me and mm-hmm. I'm sure that like it'll be good but I was also afraid it was going to make the person that I like wrote it to feel uncomfortable yeah so I wanted to write it to, to my dad because uh-huh. I don't really tell my dad very often how grateful I am for him but I chickened out. So I did it to my sister, <laughs> who I still am so grateful for. But it was so cool. Like, just, like, first of all, just writing the letter, like, it made me think about how many things, like, she has done for me and just, like, how awesome she is. And so I feel like just, like, writing it in general made me, like, realize how blessed I am to have her in my life. But then reading it was so cool. I mean, I was, like, I wasn't really crying when I was writing the letter. But then when I started reading it to her, it just, like, made me cry. And <laughs> I was, like, I'm sorry that I'm crying as I'm reading this to you. She's, like, this is seriously so sweet. But I, like, don't even, I mean, I'm sure it made her happy. But I feel like, for me, that made me way happier just thinking about, like, just 
how awesome she is and how grateful I am for her and just like telling her that I was grateful for her also. Mm-hmm. So I love that you brought that up. No, that's awesome. Um, a lot of people like don't know about this tradition, but you know at BYU people have like that white stole that they wear around their neck and has like a little BYU thing embossed on it. So it's like a stole of gratitude. Oh, like you're supposed to buy it and wear it at graduation and then you give it to someone who like helped you get through college and stuff like emotionally, uh-huh. financially and stuff like that. And I bought one for my parents mm-hmm. and then I was like, well, I'm not going to wear it. So I'm like, here you go. <laughs> yeah. But, and then you're supposed to write like a thank you note on the back of it uh-huh. and then they maybe read it to them. And like when I was writing it, I was like, la di dee la di do like uh-huh. totally fine. But then I was reading to them and I was like, <laughs> seriously, yeah, you like feel so much more emotion when you're actually like reading it to them. I, I know. did not know that. Yep. That's so, really cool that they there do we go. that. You can do that to your dad. Yeah, I will. <laughs> Hopefully he doesn't listen to this podcast because now he'll expect it. <laughs> I think I think we're safe there. Okay. <laughs> okay. So I kind of going off of that, maybe not at all. What does it mean for you to like choose happiness? Um, I think that choosing happiness for me means well, I think that like, I think that <laughs> I have one friend, and he always thinks that you can always be happy. He's like, if you just choose to be happy, you can always be happy. Like, even if you're sad, if you just realize it, you can totally, like, change your perspective, which I think might work for some people. Do I know this friend? Okay, we can talk about it later. <laughs> <laughs> um, But I have a really hard time with that because I think that it is totally normal to not be happy all the time. Yeah. Even though I do believe that happiness is a choice, I also think it's very important to, like, feel your emotions and not always have to be okay. But I do agree with him in the fact that, like, we can sometimes control our happiness. Like, I feel this way about service. Like, growing up, I hated service projects. (laughs) I remember one time for Young Women's, we had to go... There was this guy in our ward, and he had a son that was my age, and we had to go pull a whole bunch of weeds in his backyard because his back hurt. And I remember I was such a brat about it because I was like, he has a kid. Tony, his name's Tony. Yeah, I was like, I <laughs> no one knows him. But I was like, Tony can pull the weeds. How can we have to do this? Like, And he's not even that old. He can pull his own weeds. And my mom was just like, we're just going to do it, and you better have a good attitude about it. <laughs> and I remember I did not have a good attitude about it, and I was so upset that we had to be doing it. And, like, the older I got, the more I, like, look back at the, that experience. And I think about if I were to do that again, like, if I were to just, like, change my attitude, it would have been such a better experience for me. And I feel that even – this is a bad example, but I have a sister who's 14, and whenever we go hiking, she's always such a brat. And she'll just, like, complain to me about all these things and about how she hates walking, and she gets sweaty, and she gets tired, and then everyone gets in a bad mood. And I'm like, I think you're the only one in a bad mood. And if you were just to change your attitude, then you would have a much better time. And so I feel like that is what I do like about happiness is that sometimes you can, like, choose to be happy. Mm -hmm. You can, like, just change your attitude. It does take a lot of work, and I think sometimes you really can't. Sometimes you need to not try to change your attitude and, like, repress those feelings. But long story short... I think choosing happiness just means, like, being aware of your attitude and making an effort to try to see the good and have a better attitude about things. Yeah. I really like that you bring up the point of, like, there are, like, other emotions that we need to feel and we can't Mm -hmm. always be happy. And it's very important that we aren't always just happy. And I, like, 100% agree with that. And Mm -hmm. I feel like 
sometimes the title of this podcast, like Choosing Happiness, is not necessarily the best title, but I don't want to be like, Choosing Happiness, even in times of the blah, 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 blah. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. Because, <laughs> yeah. like, there are definitely circumstances in life that, like, allow us to not choose happiness, like depression and, like, other mental health right. struggles and, like, trauma and so many things that can, like, prevent us from choosing happiness. But, like, I think it's despite all that we go through, we know that we still can yeah. choose happiness. Right, and that's what I, I do love the title because I think it's important for us to realize that we can't choose happiness. And I don't think anyone's going to, like, read that and be like, you can't always be happy. You have to be sad sometimes. But I think just the fact that you can choose it is what's really important. And I yeah, totally agree with that. Thank you. So I really like those thoughts. Um, what are some things in your life that make you happy? These can be, like, super random things. Yeah. I think the first thing I think about is just people. I'm, like, kind of an introvert a little bit. But I also, like, love the people in my life and, like, having really close relationships. And so I feel like my roommates are definitely my closest friends and my family. And those are the people that definitely make me the happiest. And, like, getting to just spend, like, good quality time with them is one of the biggest things that makes me happy. Um, Getting enough sleep makes me happy. I'm very crazy about how much sleep I get. And so I feel like getting a decent amount of sleep makes me happy. My favorite food is potato chips. So when people bring me potato chips, that makes me super happy. (laughs) Um, This is also something Caitlin can probably attest to this, but I don't usually watch a ton of like TV shows, but now in like the summer I have been watching. And my favorite thing is when people let me tell them about my TV shows. (laughs) And I like love to like kind of act it out and tell them about like the super intense things that are happening. And so when people will like listen to me and like kind of like, be excited with me that makes me very happy as well (laughs) um I think those are just a few things I have a lot of things that make me happy those are just a few those are great those are wonderful um oh we will pause this real quick (laughs) sorry for that random break (laughs) we had a visitor at our window (laughs) sliding glass door so perks of well (laughs) you say that we're keeping it what were you gonna say perks of what well i actually wasn't gonna say perk but i was gonna say you do what you gotta do like when you can't see people all the time you just talk through the glass window yep true we just open up our sliding glass door yeah talk through the screen Good old Rona. Good old Rona. <laughs> I even said that once to Kelly. I was like, yeah, the Rona. She's like, don't ever call it Don't that. ever call it. You're like, hey, I like it. I like to call it the Rona. <laughs> so okay, I didn't ask you a question before she knocked on the window, right? I don't think so. Okay, I don't think so either. So, oh well. <laughs> um, what are some things that you turn to in hard times? And like, how do you choose to stay happy like during these hard times? And I guess choosing to stay happy is not necessarily the best question, but, like, what do you do? Um, I think I have a few different things. I think my biggest thing is just, like, talking to people. I think I have a really good support system of, like, roommates and friends and family that when I'm, like, going through something hard, I just want to, like, talk to people about it and feel... Because I think... I need a lot of validation in my feelings. I just want people to, like, not think that I'm dramatic. Because I think that I tell myself a lot of the time that I'm just being dramatic or that I am, like, like, this really is not that big of a deal. And so why am I feeling so sad about it? And so I think when I talk to people about how I'm feeling, then it helps me to either see, okay, really, I'm not that dramatic. Or, like, 
actually really I'm not that sad or like hey maybe you are being a little bit dramatic but like at least like people understand that you're like going through something hard yeah so I think talking to people is a really helps me a lot but I also think music helps me a lot (laughs) I talk to my roommate about this all the time because she doesn't really like listen to music because of like the words like she just listens to like happy music and she's like I don't really have a lot of like sad music but I have a lot of like sad songs because I like to like whenever I'm like feeling kind of sad I like to listen to music that like kind of also validates me I guess and so I love finding like a song that I can relate to like almost perfectly because then it just makes me feel like I'm not alone and I'm not the only one that has these feelings so music is another big thing and Oh, and then just, like, my faith is a really big thing. Like, I turn to Heavenly Father in prayer a lot, just, like, because he knows everything. And so I just feel like talking to him about how I'm feeling and how I'm struggling. I I can always feel love and comfort and just, like, hope about the future that things will get better. Mm Because I think sometimes when I'm, like, going through something hard, I feel a little hopeless. Mm -hmm. And it's always feels good to have some hope and know that like things will get better and that this is like all for a purpose and that I just need to like keep holding on to what I know and just try my best and so I think a lot of those things can help me to not necessarily just like get over the sadness but to like be able to change my attitude which is pretty much like the choosing happiness thing so those are my big sources of how I find comfort and happiness amidst like hard times yeah um, going off of the song one real quick, I too am a type of person I'm like, I'm sad, I'm gonna listen to my sad playlist. Uh-huh. Totally. But I also had to make a happy playlist because like, Kaylee, you can't always listen to sad music because <laughs> you just need to cheat yourself up. That's but true. there's this song that's on my sad playlist, and it's not really that even sad of a song. I'll have to play it for you afterwards. Mm-hmm. And it's sometimes there's a line in it that says, Sometimes the world just feels a little too much, so you play a sad song to cheer to cheer yourself up. Yes! And that and it's such a weird thing thing that like you listen to a sad song to make you feel better (laughs) but it really works I don't know how it really does work for sure I was just talking to Alyssa Mm -hmm. Pope at work the other day and I was telling her about how I like to listen to sad music and she was telling me that she has the perfect sad playlist she was like because the very first song is so sad and then it just gets happier and happier and happier until you realize that really you're not that sad and whatever. And she, it's, like, about boys. And so, like, the first one it talks about just, like, having your heart broken. But then it moves to, like, wait, what songs did she use? I don't know. I think it's so funny that's about boys because she's married now. I know. Now she's married. <laughs> but it had, like, Thank You, Next was, like, one of the very last songs on the playlist, you know, just to, like, help you realize that you don't need that boy. But, like, you've already felt sad, but now you feel like you can move on. And I loved that. I was like, I should do one of those where, like, it starts off kind of sad but gets a little happier because I never really listen to, like, happy music to make myself feel better. Yeah. Um, Majority of my happy music is, like, songs from Mamma Mia and, like, Taylor Swift. (laughs) Taylor Swift always. Always. Any mood. Taylor Swift has a song for every single mood that you've ever had. She really does. (laughs) Like, angry, sad, happy, like... I can't think of any Confused, other Confused. <laughs> um, excited. I know. It's all like, the same. Like, what are emotions? <laughs> I know. I'm like, yeah. <laughs> well, I was also, there was a podcast I was listening to, and then they, like, were asking people, like, how many emotions they can name off, and they really could only name off, like, two or three. And, like, it was, like, sad, angry, and, like, happy. Yeah. And I was like, That's I so feel weird. like. But we have so many more emotions than so that. It's so true, but I feel like there's, like, the umbrella emotions, yeah. you know? Like, I feel like there's a lot of things that fall under happiness. Yeah. 
better. Yeah, and they were saying how like we need to like really break down our emotions and just like really like get to like what the root emotion is. Well, that's, that's very so interesting. True. Yeah, that is very interesting. A little fun exercise for everyone to do. Yeah, try to see how many emotions you can name. Wonderful homework for everyone. <laughs> um, what is your favorite way to get out of a bad mood or a sad mood? I guess like to actually get out of a sad mood or just like to make yourself feel better in a sad mood. Because um, <laughs> I feel like they might be a little different. I guess either. Yeah. Sad or bad mood. Okay. Because I feel like I was saying, like, whenever I'm sad, I like to listen to sad music or, like, watch a sad movie because it makes me feel a little bit better. Mm-hmm. But I think when I'm actually trying to, like, be happy, I think, like, doing something maybe spontaneous mm-hmm. always helps me because it, like, gets my mind off of something and I'm just like, wow, I'm doing something so fun. And then I'm just, like, realizing my life is so much better yeah. than I give it credit for. Yeah. And so that's why I love doing things with friends and like telling them when you're sad because then they're like well let's go let's go on like an adventure or let's make a craft or let's go get shakes or something like that you know because then you're just like doing something instead of just like sitting there thinking about your feelings yeah no I agree like when we went on our adventure with Jake the other day it was just so nice to just get out and like go on a little adventure and especially like getting outside there's something very like therapeutic about being outside and like the sounds and just like the fresh air and mm-hmm. especially when we were out there beautiful sky <laughs> so pretty sky. <laughs> so so pretty yeah no I agree just like kind of doing something that just like gets your mind distracted yeah definitely very important um what factors do you think contributes to someone's happiness um I think that I think gratitude is a big thing that contributes to happiness. I think that if you are a grateful person, I think sometimes you're happier. Um, I also think that I think the good relationships also affect your happiness. In the class that I took about happiness, we talked a lot about relationships and how when people feel like they don't have anyone that they're very close with, then they tend to be less happy because mm-hmm. they don't, A, they don't feel like they can talk to people and they don't feel very loved. And so I feel like when you have like good relationships, then that can help you to feel more happy because you're doing fun things. You have people to talk to, you know, that people care for you. Um, I also think that I know you don't have to have a faith, but I think that a faith in something helps a lot with happiness, mm-hmm. especially during like hard times when there's not really something that you can do to change your attitude. When something's just like too hard, I think that having a faith in something can really help you to like see the good and still find reasons to be happy. Yeah, no, I really like that. Um, you said something, and I was like, I want to go off of that. <laughs> Gosh, what did you say? Oh, uh, makes it seem like I don't listen. I 100% was listening. What was like okay. the second thing that you said before you mentioned chips? Relationships. There we go. Yeah. Perfect. <laughs> Man, how embarrassing. You were listening. I was listening. I was trying. Um, I listen to a lot of podcasts. <laughs> so I'm never like, what's I wrote on a podcast? I'm like, oh my gosh, Caitlin, stop talking about podcasts. No, podcasts are great. Thank you. But we're, there was this one. Also, I like to listen to podcasts. There's this guy named Dak Shepard. He's married to Kristen Bell. And he just interviews some of the most interesting people. Because he'll get, like, he can get anybody because he's a celebrity. So. Yeah, I didn't know that he had a podcast. Yeah. He's so funny. No, he's so funny. He has, like, really, like, cool, like, like positive psychologists. He's had a few, like, doctors. He's had, like, general surgeons. Like, as in, like. Wow, yeah. Like, the U.S. general surgeon. Like, uh-huh. one of, like on cigarette packages says, like, don't smoke. Uh-huh. <laughs> I'm like, not actual surgeons. Maybe. I don't know. <laughs> And like also fellow actors, but he had oh, most awesome. recently the general surgeon who was under Obama, um, mm-hmm. 
talk and he brought up loneliness and how loneliness is like the number one killer in America. Mm-hmm. And it was just like interesting. He was saying like people will like not have like these health issues and stuff like when they're like with other people and they have really good relationships, but mm-hmm. when they lose a little when they lose relationships in life that is like when like diabetes and like heart diseases and like all these other things start coming up yeah I'm like oh my gosh it like it's kind of scary because I'm like oh my gosh I need to be like with people Uh uh-huh and also one of my professors at BYU he was like if I (laughs) this had like really nothing to do with the class well it kind of did the class is diseases and their determinants Uh and he was like if you learn one thing from my class, it's that you need relationships in this life to be happy. Yeah. He's like, you can, like, there have been, like, so many studies that have been done that, like, show that, like, people with relationships are happier and healthier people than yeah. those without relationships. I'm like, oh, my gosh. And, yeah, not even just mentally, but, like, physically. Yeah. Which is so cool that relationships can have that big of an impact. Yeah. And it's really just, like, another, like, reminder and, like, testament that, like, we are not supposed to be in this life alone. Mm-hmm. Like, we are supposed to be in this life with, like, other people around us. And we're supposed to be happy and have relationships, like, with people here on Earth as well as, like you said, a relationship with, like, a higher power or a higher belief system. Mm-hmm. And I really think, that like, it tries to connect everyone. And it's so important. I totally agree. Hence, kind of intimidating at times thinking about that. You're like, oh my gosh. I know. And then it's scary because I feel like there's definitely times where like you just feel lonely even though like there are people around. And then it's so hard because you're like, I don't really know what to do because like I do have these friends, but I still feel kind of lonely. And so it's like a huge like internal thing, Mm -hmm. you know, is like letting people actually into your life because you can like have friends, but if they're not like good, solid relationships and that can still like affect you. Yeah kind of hard sometimes to get super close with people yeah it is and it's hard to let people in mm-hmm. and like like you said there's still times where we feel lonely even though we have like wonderful people in our lives yeah and I was listening to another podcast with Brene Brown but she so was awesome she, she's so cool mm-hmm. you have to listen to her podcast she interviews oh she also interviewed the guy that talked about loneliness really as well. the same yeah guy. I listened to like it on Deck Shepherds and then like the next episode on her podcast was him I was like wow Did you talk about the same thing <laughs> relatively yeah but she was just mentioning how like sometimes in like the happiest moments of her life she still has felt so lonely and stuff but she's mm-hmm. surrounded by so many wonderful people and I was like I relate to that sometimes yeah so and then you're like you're like oh how do you get out of that I don't mm-hmm. know <sighs> so many things so many okay um, if you had to create a happiness formula, what would it look like? These are really good questions. Things I've never thought about before. It's Sam. Should I ask him why he laughed at my photo? Yes, 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 yes. <laughs> He's gone. Oh, oh, it's Elizabeth. And a boy. And a boy. We're going to pause this. <laughs> Sorry, uh, we're back again. <laughs> we are so popular. So popular. I need another break. So many people just want to come say hi. <laughs> Yep. Okay, so I'll just repeat the question. I was like, <laughs> for anyone who also took a break. <laughs> no one took a break. It's just going to be Only, only us. <laughs> if you had to create a happiness formula, what would it look like? I am probably just going to repeat myself again. But I think that a formula for happiness, if I had to create one, it would be gratitude, good friends, good relationships with friends, and, <laughs> and hope. Hope. Yes. I like it. Thank you. Are they each like happiness or plus, plus, plus? Plus, or? plus, plus. Yes. Okay. <laughs> Add all those things together and you can get happiness. I like it. <laughs> <laughs> That's a great. Um, here's a few more questions and then we'll wrap up. Um, do you think happiness is a goal or a state of mind or both or neither? 
Um, I would probably, I mean, maybe a little bit of both, but I think I would say more of a state of mind. Mm-hmm. I think that achieving happiness is kind of hard because I don't think that you can get one thing and then be happy. I think that a lot of times, we talked about this in my class as well, about mm-hmm. how people always think that, oh, once I get this job of mine, or oh, once I start dating someone, or once I get this, then I'll be happy. And so I don't really feel like necessarily we can think that once we get something we can achieve happiness but I think that certain things in our lives can make us happy but I I think majority of the time it is a state of mind and that we pretty much just like the, the title of your thing we can choose happiness if we really want to and if we are aware and if I think that a big thing about choosing happiness is that you have to want to choose it because mm-hmm. I think sometimes like I don't really want to be happy in the moment but uh, so I think that if you're really wanting to be happy, then you can take the actions to make yourself kind of happy. I think it's, I think you can have a goal to be happy, but I don't think you can have a goal to actually achieve happiness. Yeah, I like that. Do you have, now we're going to switch up. <laughs> Who or what inspires you in life? Not necessarily inspires you to be happy or anything, but inspires you. Um, I think that my dad inspires me. <laughs> I said something about him earlier about how I wanted to write a note to my dad because I just think that my dad is like one of my biggest role models. We're not like super like emotionally close, but I really admire him from afar because he's a, just like a very, I'm a huge stressor. I think I stress about a lot of things and I get overwhelmed and I get like really caught up in like certain moments and he is just very like, chill and patient and he like can see things really clearly and he doesn't really get caught up in like his emotions as much I mean I'm really grateful that I have the emotions that I have and that I like feel things but I also really admire his outlook on life and just like the faith that he has he has like a really deep faith and he knows that everything is going to be okay and that like there's a plan for everything and so I really admire him for that and he's also just like a super hard worker, super kind, strong testimony, like great father, great person. So I really look up to my dad and he makes me want to be a better person for sure. I like that. Thank you. And then do you have any last words of advice or anything else that you want to talk about that we haven't been able to mention or anything? Um, I don't think so. I think Everything that you asked was pretty good. You asked good questions. I think just pretty much what we already talked about is just about how you can choose to be happy, but also realizing that sometimes you can't. Yep. That's the biggest thing. Okay. Thanks so much, Taylor. I really appreciate it. Yeah. Thanks for having me. Thanks for letting me come into your home. (laughs) Yes. Thank you for sitting on the couch right next to me. (laughs) Okay. Have a good week, everyone. Bye. I hope that you all enjoyed this episode of Choosing Happiness and that it left you feeling inspired, hopeful, and happy. The music was done by my dear friend Brandon. You can find him on Instagram as musicbylank, that is L-A-N-K, and the artwork was done by myself. If you liked what you heard, please feel free to leave a rating and review and share it with your friends. Until next time, have a great week, everyone. Bye.